Good morning. Welcome to Jesus and Coffee with Pastor Tom, where we have a little bit of coffee and a whole lot of Jesus. Looking at Proverbs 28, 17 through 18. Let's jump right in and get started. So verse 17 says, If one is burdened with the blood of another, he will be a fugitive unto death, until death. Let no one help him. Yes, you are correct. This is referring to murder, the sin of murder, one of the Ten Commandments. And uh, murder was something taken very, very seriously in uh, Jewish life in the ancient world. And in Old Testament law, um, the penalty for murder was death. And um, it was different than the way it's done today. There were safe zones that were placed within um, cities within the kingdom. And if you were within that safe zone, nobody could take your life. Whereas if you were outside of it, a family member could um, enact justice upon you for taking the life of their loved one. Now, let's define murder. I think it's always good to do that. Um, in the Bible, murder isn't killing some someone okay killing someone just the statement killing someone is different than murder now when you murder you do kill someone right but in times of war or in self-defense if you take a person's life and they are attacking you and your life is threatened that is not murder uh, in in times of battle and war if you take the life of another person that is not considered murder Murder in scripture is when you carelessly take someone's life or you, in a predatory manner, um, pursue and plan to take someone's life. And so that's the idea of murder. And the reason it is such a sin is because it is an attack on God's image. To take the life of a human being who is made in the image of God in a careless um, and predatory manner is to attack God in a careless and predatory way okay that's why murder is a sin and it's taken very seriously and pretty much Solomon is is reiterating um, other scripture that precedes you know him writing this if one is burdened with the blood of another that's murder okay he will be a fugitive unto death let no one help him now in today's society to help a murderer escape justice is a crime in and of itself, right? If someone has committed a murder, intentionally they have, um, we shouldn't help them. We should help the law bring them to justice. That's the right thing to do. That's the correct thing to do, not hide them away from justice. But this passage, that's what it's referring to. It doesn't mean that you can't share the gospel with someone who has murdered someone and they are on trial or they are awaiting the death penalty or or life in prison or whatever you can bring the gospel to them because it doesn't matter what a person has done God can forgive them if they truly repent of their sin in their life whether it's murder or or lying or stealing or or worshiping something other than God, right? Any of those things, if they repent of it, God is faithful and just to forgive them. And redemption is waiting for them. So we can help them in that manner, but the 
let no one help them is referring to keeping them from justice. That's what Solomon is saying in this statement. And so murder is taken very ser seriously. Now, I have to bring this up because Jesus covers the issue of murder um, in his teachings. And he pretty much says that if anyone hates another, it is like murder. And how could he say that? How could Jesus make that statement that hating someone is the same as murder? Well, typically hatred precedes the act of murder. And you can have hatred towards someone in your heart, desire for them to die and cease to exist in this world, and never follow through on it. But still, still your heart has murdered that person. And so, Jesus took it very seriously, um, hating someone, loathing someone, and God takes it very seriously as well. Now, verse 18 kind of follows in the same vein of verse 17, but it, it has more of a positive tone on it. And it has two dynamics here, which many of the Proverbs do. It's, it's one option, and then it gives another option. So, whoever walks in integrity will be delivered. But he who is crooked in his ways will suddenly fall. So, again, and we've seen a verse very similar to this. Again, Solomon is giving us two types of people here. We have the righteous person who walks in integrity. okay, And then we have the wicked person who um, is crooked in his ways. okay, Walks in integrity is, is one type of person and then crooked in his ways. And someone who walks in, in integrity is someone who is righteous, someone who seeks to do the right thing and honor God with their life and with their actions. Okay, And the idea of being delivered is someone who seeks righteousness is someone who's delivered, right? In a very practical sense. They don't have to worry about getting in trouble. They don't have to always be looking over their shoulder. Did someone see my crooked ways? They don't have to do that, right? They are free. The truth will set you free, so to speak. Whereas someone who is crooked in their ways is always looking over their shoulder, always checking to see if someone found out their crooked ways. And eventually what's going to happen if you're always looking over your shoulder, what's going to happen? You're going to fall. You're not looking ahead, paying attention to where you're going. You're always doing this. You're going to fall. So that's the metaphor here that Solomon is giving us. And so someone who is crooked will eventually be found out. Maybe not in this life on earth. They might get away with it on earth. But one day they're going to face the Lord. And they cannot hide those crooked ways. They cannot hide from what they have done. They will have to face it one day. Now, of course, God can bring deliverance to the one who repents of their crooked ways. Okay, They can then repent of that and begin to walk in integrity. And thus, they are delivered in a spiritual sense. And that's always available to anyone. All it takes is someone repenting, turning from their sin, recognizing it was wrong, and rejecting it. Okay, good stuff this morning. I'm going to stop there. Thank you for joining me. At the end of the day, seek first the kingdom of God. Seek a relationship with God. That is what will help you walk in integrity. Take care. Have a blessed day. I will see you again tomorrow. Bye.